0: Hey, Tim, the other Jason here, not Jason Hobbs, of course. But anyhow, when I want to mention you twisted my arm. Okay, I'll look into this one-page dungeon thing. You know, I bought the collections of them over the years, but I've never enter- entered into one. So just because you twisted my arm, I'll do it. Thanks a lot. No, seriously, thanks for saying something about it. And I look forward to entering and sharing what I entered. So take care.
1: Hey Tim, it's Jay. Just wanted to call and wish you luck with your one-page dungeon entry, man. Um, it's not my cup of tea particularly, but uh, I just wish you all the best with it. I know that you love that kind of stuff, and I hope that you do well. Game on, man.
2: Hey everybody, it's Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, and uh, let off the show with a couple phone calls. Got a few more phone calls to fill in, but that was uh, the other Jason. I'm going to just start calling him the good Jason, because that'll definitely differentiate him from Hobbs then. And, uh, good Jason and Shay called about the one page dungeon contest. And after I talked about it and planned to do it, I never got it in. I never got an entry in after all that. I, uh, just kind of ran out of time. Was working with my Kickstarter and was working with like, uh, projects at home. And so, unfortunately, my entry. Did not happen, so uh, it's like wah wah. But I was glad to hear that Jason gave it a try, and uh, I don't know, uh, I haven't seen anything if he did yet or not. I haven't looked at the entries, but boy, I will tell you what, what. At one time there was when I when I was starting to look into it and get into it, it was like uh, 44 entries or something like that, and I think they ended up with 100 and. I think it was close to 120 or something along those uh, numbers. So, fantastic. People got back in. I wasn't sure how many people would get involved with it again, but um, it was good to see. It was good to see.
0: Tim, evil Jeff. Hey, it's been a long time since I've called and just listening to your little unboxing dice episode and decided to call in to help you out with your vocabulary just a little bit. Not trying to be, you know, pain in the backside, but to help you out, you know, expand the vocabulary, makes you sound better, more intelligent, etc. At least that's what I've heard before. So remember transparent, you can see through it. You can read through something translucent. You can't see through it, but light is able to pass through. And opaque means no light passes through. There you go. So I think all the dice that you were showing, especially whatever you did on um, Twitter the other day, I think that green ones, those were translucent. I couldn't see through
2: them, but light did
0: come through. Catch you later
2: thank you evil jeff yeah no it's uh, it's funny cuz i know the difference but when i do these podcasts after work or whatever my brain's usually not in the best shape to start looking for vocabulary words and that and uh but i do appreciate the call in and uh uh the vocabulary lessons it's always something i need re- refreshers every once in a while so that's a good thing but uh thanks for calling in jeff and thanks for listening
0: Hey, Tim, Jason here. I think I've seen that done before the, um, you know, the usage dies, the quality die. I think Diego, I I hope I said his name right, did that in um, Solar Blades and Cosmic Spells and maybe in Sinister Swords and Sharp Swords and Sinister Spells. Anyway, in those series of games, there's basically a, you know, a, a version of the Black Hack or a spinoff of the Black Hack. I think he does something similar. I think it would work. I think it'd be interesting. I would be tempted to have magic items exempt from it, or be a very high die like a D20, definitely. Um, and I and I think the hardest thing would be just remembering to roll for everything at the end of combat. I think you'd forget sometimes, but it'd be interesting. I definitely would like to give it a shot in a game. So,
1: hi Tim. Hope you and Ivy are keeping well. Um, usage dice for armor. Uh, the Black Hack actually has that built into the system. Um, your armor has a certain number of D6 attached to it. And what you can do is whenever you're dealt damage, you can negate that damage by spending one of your dice Um which reduces the quality of the armor. But outside of combat, you can re-roll those dice to repair your own armor. And um, once you're out of dice, your armor's kaput. But the system you suggest is is simpler than that. And it's, uh, it's something um, that actually appears in Knave, Ben Milton's rules. I don't know if you're familiar with those.
3: Hey Tim, it's Rob from Down in the Heap. I liked your idea about the quality usage die. I, In my old Halberds and Henchmen uh, fantasy heartbreaker, whatever the hell you want to call it, I had a, a rule in there about equipment degradation. And for that, between sessions, if you had any kind of combat where you took damage, you'd have to roll a 20-sider for your armor if it was above the armor class that the armor provided it suffered some damage and degraded one point in armor so if you had chainmail that gave you a 15 armor class if you rolled a 16 or higher it would drop one point of protective value and for weapons if you rolled a crit or a fumble with it you rolled the damage die and if you rolled maximum damage the weapon degraded one die in damage. So it goes.
2: So that was good Jason and free thrall. I have a few more call-ins about the usage die. That's It's interesting because I, I know I've seen it somewhere in, a, you know, uh, uh, what was it, the Sinister Swords and, uh, you know, Diego's games and everything. I have to look in that. I know I have the PDFs and I'll check into that. Thank you, Jason, for bringing that up and Free throw, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Black Hawk, Black Hawk, Black Hack. That makes sense. I probably saw it in there too. Uh, but like you said, I think my my way of doing it might be a little bit easier. I don't know, I, got, I think it's got some legs. I've got to sit down though and kind of flesh it out and, uh, I don't know, get, put it in writing. And then put it into play because that's the only way you're really ever going to know if it's feasible during a game, and and it might not be for all games because you know, know, like sometimes you apply rules in some games, and other times you don't. But I think I'll give this one a shot. But like I said, I got to kind of have to quantify it on paper and uh, try to make it understandable so other people, so I can understand it, and other people can. Uh, I think coming up, I got a triple Jackson from Rob C.
3: Hey Tim, it's Rob from Down in the Heap. I liked your idea about the quality usage die. I, In my old Halberds and Henchmen uh, fantasy heartbreaker, whatever the hell you want to call it, I had a, a rule in there about equipment degradation and for that, between sessions, if you had any kind of combat where you took damage, you'd have to roll a 20-sider for your armor if it was above the armor class that the armor provided, it suffered some damage and degraded one point in armor. So if you had chainmail that gave you a 15 armor class, if you rolled a 16 or higher, it would drop one point of protective value. And for weapons, if you rolled a crit or a fumble with it, you rolled the damage die, and if you rolled maximum damage, the weapon degraded one die in damage. So it goes... I'm going to Jackson. Yeah, so if if you rolled maximum damage with that weapon on the check, it would drop a die of damage. So if you had a longsword and rolled an 8 for damage on your check to see if the weapon suffered any any damage, then it would drop down to a d6 until you got it repaired. And this would kind of force characters to occasionally go back to town if it wasn't for healing it would maybe be because their equipment was all getting beat up and it did add a bit of realism to it I don't know some of the players really liked it and actually were kind of enforcing that rule you know like hey we need to roll this and they were kind of into it and others I could tell it wasn't really uh, something that they were so into so I don't know it felt like it eventually just kind of fell off the table because the players weren't into it and that's what you need bye and see ya i should probably react to what you are proposing though right uh i like the idea that you have about uh, a usage die kind of aspect to it i think that is cool how it slowly degrades um i don't know i kind of like the idea of it degrading in effectiveness too, along with it. So maybe if the usage die failed, the damage die for the weapon goes down too. And then when it finally craps out, it breaks on the you know on the d4. So maybe a dagger breaks right away, but a a great sword would take a while. It would just become dull and beat up and notched and everything, and eventually would break. But because it's so massive, it takes a while for it to actually break so i don't know but either way that might be too complicated to. and just the binary state of working and broken might be easier to manage anyway good topic see ya hey tim it's vance hope you had a good weekend um listen to your uh, quality die episode there um obviously the usage die is a good mechanic for that and then also been playing in a cosmic swords and solar spells game and that has a simple D6 uh, durability die, where most equipment has a durability of between two and four. And if you uh, roll over the value on a D6, it drops by one. Um, and, you know, so, but that may mean, you know, obviously, your sword might break, or also just that your gun is out of ammo and you can, you will know, find a way to repair it or, uh, replenish or something like that so that's a nice little simple um thing to use as well so have a good week uh talk to you soon man take care bye
2: yep triple jackson from rob c i mean only he can actually sing that he's doing a jackson it's fantastic uh yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, I don't know if I'd have the degradation of like damage. I think like, you know, it gets a bit too fiddly. I'm already kind of <laughs> pressing up on that boundary of, for me, for being a little bit fidgety with it. Uh, I just kind of like the idea of, because the campaign I kind of run with the Comor Force and everything, is most of the people that come there are, you know, they're they're not well off. These are not adventurers who come full equipped. I do not have my players roll 3d6 and then get to go shopping. No, it's not how it works. Sometimes they get a little bit of money and then they get to figure out what kind of weapons they have, depending on what kind of background or whatever they ha- have. But a lot of it, you know, you might be fighting and your uh, sword just starts falling apart and you might have to pick a the goblin sword up that uh that you just killed because yours is going to shit and i kind of like that idea i think it's it's kind of fun uh but like i said until i put it into words and i put it into play it i won't know but uh yeah i mean it's interesting stuff and and thanks for sharing that and then uh last but not least My main buddy Vance there, he uh, brought up that Sinister Swords again. So I'm going to have to check that out. I kind of like the D6 mechanic of it. I mean, I like the simplicity of that. Um, so I'll have to look to see how that works in there and maybe do the two, but I still like my, I still like the idea of the quality die being a, you know, different die because sometimes I, you know, it's just fun watching someone like Matt Jackson trying to pick up a D4. He has no dexterity to do it, so he struggles. And he rolls a D8 instead because he's a sissy boy. Um, So that's about it, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everybody who called in. I much appreciate it. Uh, I hope to uh, get a little bit more regular with the podcast because my Kickstarter is finally in the last legs, and I'm going to finish up the last writing bit tonight. Send it out to the proofreaders, do a polish, and then start printing like a mad SOB. So thanks again for everybody for the call-ins. So take care, roll better me, and we'll talk soon.